4,976 people were killed in the first three months of 2021. This is 387 more people killed compared to the corresponding Welcome to Unsolved Murders SA, a podcast series where we will be delving into gruesome homicide investigations that, at the time of producing the episodes, were still open. The objective of this series is to keep the stories of the forgotten alive and hopefully help spark a memory for anyone listening in with intimate knowledge of the cases. The views, information or opinions expressed in this series are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of Swisher Post, its parent company and partners. Before we get into this episode, we'd like to thank you in advance for subscribing to our podcast. Every like, comment and subscription goes a long way in helping us grow our Unsolved Murders essay community. If you're a new listener, then please do us a favor and subscribe to our channel. Unsolved Murders Essay is available on Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube. You can also find the latest updates on South African true crime stories at swisherpost.co.za. Fatima Patel, a 28-year-old mother of three, was brutally hacked to death inside her home in Nirvana. Bologwane on the afternoon of Friday, 15 April 2015. More than six years have passed and her murder is still unsolved. Investigators who worked on the murder case turned the docket into the National Prosecuting Authority that same year, listing her husband, Ramiz Patel, as the prime suspect. We have extensively covered details on Fatima, her murder, the investigation, and subsequent trial in parts one and two of this series. So, please do go back and listen to those episodes before continuing further with this one. The death of Fatima Patel is not the only murder case Ramiz has been linked to. In the final part of this series, we will explore the suspicious murders of Ramiz's mother, Mahajin Banu Patel, his father, Feroz, and the father-in-law of his second wife, Yunus Mayet. We will also explore two other unsolved murders where Ramiz is named a prime suspect. In part two of this series, we ended off with details on the Fatima Patel trial and indicated that after surviving an assassination attempt, Ramiz's brother, Razin, had fled the country with his family, claiming he was in fear of his life for cooperating with the state. The National Prosecuting Authority would after two months, convinced the brother to return to testify against Ramiz. During his testimony in November 2018, Razin revealed the sordid details of what had allegedly transpired after Fatima Patel was killed. And he had implicated Ramiz as the mastermind behind his wife's murder and his second wife, Nazarene Mayet, as the accomplice who helped him get rid of crucial evidence. 
Now, to make sense of the events we will discuss in this episode, we have to weave the stories involving Ramiz's mother, father, and father-in-law into the timeline of the Fatima Patel murder trial. While he was out on 250,000 Rand bail, on Friday 12 August 2016, Ramiz's father, Feroz, was gunned down on Platinum Street in Bulaguan. A police report that came out at the time revealed that Feroz, who was 54, was driving around Bologuane when he realized that he was being pursued by two vehicles. Under pressure and understandably afraid for his life, Feroz lost control of his vehicle and crashed into a brick wall. Four armed men approached Feroz's car and emptied their cartridges on the 54-year-old, killing him instantly. It is said that a bag with unknown contents was removed from the car, leading authorities to conclude that Feroz may have been a victim of an armed robbery. Friends and relatives of the Patel family have long believed, however, that Feroz's death was no coincidence and that in one way or the other, Ramiz could have had something to do with it. Those with intimate knowledge of the family's happenings behind closed doors suggest that Ramiz was on the verge of being booted from the family by its patriarch following the embarrassment that was brought about by the murder of Fatima. A source close to the family spoke anonymously to the Sunday Times in 2018 about Feroz, describing him as the king of the throne in Limpopo's retail industry. Open quote. He worked hard for his family and sons. The sons ran a shop in town and the father ran a number of other businesses here in Bologuane, Gianni and Tohoyandu. Close quote, he said. Another anonymous figure with intimate knowledge of the family's ongoings told the publication that Ramiz had inherited ownership of wholesale outlets from his father and when he was arrested for killing his wife, Feroz had isolated him from the Patel family. Open quote. That was an embarrassment to the family and his father tried to talk some sense into him. I understand that he later lost a number of privileges and he was on the verge of losing his share in the family business as well, close quote, the source said. Bizarrely, Feroz, a man revered in his community as a leader, suffered a violent death and questions remain unanswered about who was responsible. Ramiz who was never formally charged with his father's death, continued on with his pursuit of acquittal in the case of his wife. A year went by with no progress in the Fatima Patel murder trial. Ramiz's defense locked heads with the state, making appeals that halted proceedings for months on end. Then, on Tuesday, 19 September 2018, tragedy struck once again in the Patel family. This time, 
the matriarch, Mahajin Banu Patel, had been targeted in a home invasion. According to police at the time, Mahajin was with her domestic worker, Sara Malaji. You will remember her from part two. At approximately 7 p.m., when an armed gunman entered her house in Nirvana and unleashed a hail of bullets. Mahajin clung on to life, but was pronounced dead in hospital a few hours later. Miraculously, Sarah had not been struck by the gunfire, and coincidentally, no valuable items were taken during the invasion. This led investigators to believe that, in all likelihood, the person behind the murder of Mahajin was after one thing and one thing only. Her life. Colonel Mowai Chenghope, Limpopo's police spokesperson, surfaced two weeks later, announcing that Ramiz, who was fighting to clear his name in his wife's case, was formally charged with the murder of his mother. Open quote. Through our dedicated teams of the Westenberg detectives, the deceased son was positively linked to this murder, which led to his arrest. The motive behind the killing is still not clear as nothing was taken from the deceased's house. Close quote. Nkhope said at the time. The motive would be the missing puzzle that exonerated Ramiz from prosecution in his mother's case. According to Ramiz's close friends, who have stuck by his side since the death of his wife, the businessman absolutely adored his mother and would not have sanctioned the violent attack that befell the 51-year-old. One of his friends, who spoke anonymously to the Post in 2017, stressed that Ramiz was a man with many enemies who would have done anything to do away with him. Adding further context, the source said, open quote, He would never do such a heinous crime. His mother was his life. She looked after his kids when they lost their mom. She was their support system. Even though she lost her husband, she stayed strong for her grandkids. Close quote. During bail hearings for Mahajin's murder, however, allegations emerged that the mother had allegedly warned relatives and close friends that she feared Ramiz would kill her one day. This was further corroborated by figures close to the family who spoke to the media in anonymity. The rumor mill in Nirvana, perpetuated by Patel relatives who have since fled the country, suggested that Ramiz had killed his parents as a result of being ostracized from the family's wealth following his involvement, whether directly or indirectly, in the Fatima Patel murder. Relatives of Ramiz moved out of South Africa and sold the wholesale chain inherited from the deaths of Faroz and Mahajin. Open quote. When his father and mother died, 
He was to get all the shops and wealth that the father has worked hard for. If he could walk out of jail, he was going to get all the businesses. Relatives now had to sell the shops. Close quote, sources claimed. The state fought for Ramiz to be held in custody for allegedly killing his mother. During a bail hearing on Thursday, 12 October 2017, the state played an audio recording of a conversation between Nazarene Mayet, Ramiz's second wife, the same woman he was involved with while married to Fatima, and her ex-husband Abdul Nazim. In it, Nazarim was heard describing Ramiz as an abusive psychopath who hired hitmen to do away with people who brought about problems in his life. The court also heard Nazarim tell Abdul that she was afraid of leaving Ramiz as he had threatened on multiple occasions to kidnap her children. Nazarene, in the audio recording, also informed her ex-husband that in June 2017, Ramiz had categorically told her that he, open quote, wanted to put his mother away, close quote. Coincidentally, that is exactly what happened to Mahajin four months later. Nazreen would shockingly deny all these claims under cross-examination, claiming that she was under duress at the time of the conversation. In a bizarre twist, Ramiz's second wife went from admitting that she feared her husband would kill her if he had found the recorded conversation, to accusing her ex-husband of blackmailing her into participating in the audio recording. The defense piggybacked on this shift in momentum and introduced the younger brother, Razin, as the main culprit with enough probable cause to kill his mother. Ramiz argued that Razin had physically abused his mother on multiple occasions in the past. This was corroborated by records of domestic violence reports made by Mahajin against Razin. This aspect of the investigation was never pursued by investigators since they had every reason to believe that Ramiz had committed the murder and the defense chastised the state for this. Ramiz's lawyers stressed that no other leads were ever pursued in the case and that the businessman who was on trial for killing his wife was used as a scapegoat for police inefficiency in the murder of his mother. Sarah Malaki, the only credible witness who was in the house the evening Mahajin was murdered, refused to step forward to testify for the state. She, like many others, have cited fears of being killed as the reason behind their refusal to cooperate with the investigation. With no witnesses willing to come forward and a shaky case docket, the Bologwane High Court dismissed the Mahajin murder charge and ordered the release of Ramiz.
the case is still open, with Ramiz still considered a prime suspect. Mystery would not surround Ramiz for another year. Then, on Saturday, 8 September 2018, Nazarene's father, Yunus Mayet, was targeted in an ambush. According to a police report released at the time, Yunus and his family had been at a local shopping mall all day that fateful Saturday. The family returned home in Sturpak at approximately 11pm when three men parked in a black Volkswagen Golf unleashed a hail of gunfire targeted at the family. The gunfire, it was later determined, was used as a fear tactic to stun the family while the unidentified men grabbed and shoved Eunice in the trunk of the car. Police also reported that the gunman took the family's watches, cell phone and cash before they left with Eunice. The Mayet patriarch would suffer a horrific death. His bullet-riddled body was discovered almost 10 kilometers away near the Bologwane airport on Silicon Road. He was shot seven times with at least two bullets striking his head. Police revealed that the suspects had destroyed the cell phones and dumped them in several locations, perhaps on their way to execute Eunice. Nazarene's father had, before his murder, been assisting Ramiz with running his businesses while he was in jail. Sources close to the Mayet family spoke in anonymity with the Sunday Times in 2018 and made startling claims about Eunice's murder case. The source, who was described as a person working closely with the Mayet, revealed that Eunice did not approve of Ramiz's arranged marriage with his daughter Nazreen. According to the source, Eunice had tolerated the relationship for his daughter's sake, but in truth, he was never fond of Ramiz. Open quote. The fight Ramiz and Fatima had on the day of her death was because of this suspected relationship Ramiz had with Nazarene. Her father did not approve of this relationship at all, close quote, the source said. Ramiz was never linked to the murder, and to this day, the kidnapping and subsequent murder of Eunice remains unsolved. Several postponements continued to scupper progress in the Fatima Patel trial. Proceedings took off once again between October 2020 and April 2021, where Ramiz was placed under cross-examination. He was questioned about his whereabouts on the day of the murder, about his reluctance to hand over evidence and his brother's allegations, all to which he would plainly respond, open quote, I don't recall, close quote. 
The cross-examination was cut short after Bologwane High Court Judge Joseph Raulinga had to question three registrars who had not transcribed court recordings two years after he had made the ruling. The judge also had to investigate how his notes had been tampered with and how a court statement had suspiciously gone missing. The trial was postponed to July 2021 to allow registrars time to transcribe court recordings and make submissions by the 31st of April 2021. Ramiz's cross-examination continued in July and the court heard for the first time about an audio recording he supposedly had in his possession where his younger brother, Razin, claimed he was coerced by the police to implicate him in Fatima's murder. This, of course, was new information to the state who had never received a copy of the recording. Ramiz also claimed that Razin and his wife were back in South Africa living with him and despite rumors of tensions, things were pretty cordial between them. Ramiz was also questioned about certain inconsistencies in his versions of events on what had happened on the afternoon Fatima was murdered. It was revealed in court that at the time of the murder, there had been construction work done in the complex they resided in, and according to experts, it would have not only been impossible for an intruder to slip in and out of the house unnoticed, but that they would have had to overcome many obstructions on their path. Ramiz, in response, suggested that maybe one of the construction workers could have committed the murder. He also vehemently denied ever changing his outfits multiple times after he found Fatima's body. Riots that had broken out in Gauteng and KwaZulu-Natal at the time caused further delays in the trial. Despite numerous efforts from Ramiz to have the case thrown out of court, the state forged ahead and in January 2022, a decision was reached by the Pologwane High Court to host the last phase of the trial in April. The trial was expected to commence in the first week of January, but Ramiz contracted COVID-19 and was forced into isolation. The murder trial will commence on the 4th of April 2022. Ramiz Patel has not been charged for the murders of his mother, Mahajin, his father, Faroz, and his father-in-law, Yunus. Ramiz has also been implicated in two other murders that he was never charged for. One involved a teenage boy who broke into his home and another, an Ethiopian man, but he was never tried because one of the cases was withdrawn and the other was treated as mob justice. This brings us to the end of this episode. 
If you are listening to this episode and happen to have information that could help investigators, please contact SAPS's toll-free crime stop number at 08600 10 Thank you for listening.